Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Friday, May 12th. I want to draw your attention to a pick on the navigation menu on the Daily Audio Torah website. It is found under Our Projects and Partners. Select Torah House Global Prayer Network. This is a call to believers throughout the nations everywhere to take a place on the wall of prayer and to raise up a standard against the rising tide of evil and lawlessness that we see in our nations and in our culture. Let me share with you from their vision statement. The Torah House is an imaginary space where we meet each Erev Shabbat, Friday night, at 9 p.m. We all pray from our own location and in our own time zone. Together, we will enter into the virtual Torah House every Erev Shabbat at 9 p.m. your local time. His set-apart people will meet with Yeshua in His Torah House. Community prayer is of tremendous value because as we pray of one heart, mind, and purpose, great power is released in the heavenlies. We begin our prayer time with a great shofar blast and enter Yahovah's courts with praise. We come against the relentless tide of evil that is swallowing up the nations. We ask our Father to establish His Torah in our city, our region, and our nation. Each month, there is a featured prayer theme for the month so that together we can focus our prayers on the prayer theme for that month. Go to thetorahouse.com to see the prayer theme for this month. To learn more or to sign up to become a partner or a coordinator or a member, go to thetorahouse.com and find out more. Join with others throughout the nations in Every Friday night at 9 p.m. your time, as together, we raise up a symphony of prayer to Abba Father in seeking His face and crying out to Him for the remnant to return to the God of Israel and to His great and glorious Torah. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Bahar, and it means on the mount, and Bakukatoi, and it means 
in my statutes. Leviticus 27, 1-15 Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Israel and say to them, When anyone explicitly vows to Hashem the equivalent for a human being, the following scale shall apply. If it is a male from 20 to 60 years of age, the equivalent is 50 shekels of silver by the sanctuary weight. If it is a female, the equivalent is 30 shekels. If the age is from 5 years to 20 years, the equivalent is 20 shekels for a male and 10 shekels for a female. If the age is from 1 month to 5 years, the equivalent for a male is 5 shekels of silver, and the equivalent for a female is 3 shekels of silver. If the age is 60 years or over, the equivalent is 15 shekels in the case of a male, and ten shekels for a female. But if one cannot afford the equivalent, he shall be presented before the Kohen, and the Kohen shall assess him, and the Kohen shall assess him according to what the vower can afford. If the vow concerns any animal that may be brought as an offering to Hashem, any such that may be given to Hashem shall be holy. If the vow concerns any unclean animal that may not be brought as an offering to Hashem, the animal shall be presented before the Kohen, and the Kohen shall assess it. Whether high or low, whatever assessment is set by the Kohen shall stand. And if he wishes to redeem it, he must add one-fifth to its assessment. If anyone consecrates his house to Hashem, the Kohen shall assess it whether high or low, as the Kohen assesses it, so it shall stand. And if he who has consecrated his house wishes to redeem it, he must add one-fifth to the sum at which it was assessed, and it shall be his. First Samuel 12, 1 to 13.23 Then Samuel said to all Israel, I have yielded to you in all you have asked of me and have set king over you. Henceforth the king will be your leader. As for me, I have grown old and gray, and my sons are still with you. And I have been your leader from my youth to this day. Here I am. Testify against me in the presence of Hashem, and in the presence of his anointed one. Whose ox have I taken, or whose donkey have I taken? Whom have I defrauded, or whom have I robbed? From whom have I taken a bribe to look the other way? I will return it to you. They responded, You have not defrauded us, and you have not robbed us, and you have taken nothing from us. And he said to them, Hashem then is witness, and his anointed is witness to your admission this day that you have found nothing in my possession. They responded, He is. Samuel said to the people, Hashem is witness. 
He who appointed Moses and Aaron, and who brought your fathers out of the land of Egypt. Come, stand before Hashem while I cite against you all the kindnesses that Hashem has done to you and your fathers. When Jacob came to Egypt, your fathers cried out to Hashem, and Hashem sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt and settled them in this place. But they forgot Hashem their God, so he delivered them into the hands of Sisera, the military commander of Hazor, into the hands of the Philistines, and into the hands of the kind of Moab, and these made war upon them. They cried to Hashem, We are guilty, for we have forsaken Hashem, and worshipped the Balaam and Ashtoreth. Oh, deliver us from our enemies, and we will serve you. And Hashem sent Jeroboam and Bedan and Yitak and Samuel and delivered you from the enemies around you, and you dwelt in security. But when you saw that Nahash, king of the Ammonites, was advancing against you, you said to me, No, we must have a king reigning over us, though Hashem your God is your king. Well, Hashem has set a king over you. Here is the king that you have chosen, that you have asked for. If you will revere Hashem, worship Him and obey Him, and will not flout Hashem's command, if both you and the king who reigns over you will follow Hashem your God, well and good. But if you do not obey Hashem, and you flout Hashem's command, the hand of Hashem will strike you, as it did your fathers. Now stand by and see the marvelous thing that Hashem will do before your eyes. It is the season of wheat harvest. I will pray to Hashem, and He will send thunder and rain. Then you will take thought and realize what a wicked thing you did in the sight of Hashem when you asked for a king. Samuel prayed to Hashem, and Hashem sent thunder and rain that day, and the people stood in awe of Hashem and of Samuel. The people all said to Samuel, Intercede for your servants with Hashem your God, that we may not die, for we have added to all of our sins the wickedness of asking for a king. But Samuel said to the people, Have no fear. You have indeed done all those wicked things. Do not, however, turn away from Hashem, but serve Hashem with all your heart. Do not turn away to follow worthless things, which can neither profit nor save, but are worthless. For the sake of His great name, Hashem will never abandon His people, seeing that Hashem undertook to make you His people. As for me, far be it from me to sin against Hashem and refrain from praying for you, and I will continue to instruct you in the practice of what is good and right. Above all, you must revere Hashem and serve Him faithfully with all your heart, and consider how grandly He has dealt with you. For if you persist in your wrongdoing, both you and your king shall be swept away. 
Saul was so many years old when he became king, and he reigned over Israel two years. Saul picked 3,000 Israelites, of whom 2,000 were with Saul in Michmas and in the hill country of Bet-El, and 1,000 with Jonathan in Giva of Benjamin. The rest of the troops he sent back to their homes. Jonathan struck down the Philistine prefect in Giba, and the Philistines heard about it. Saul had the shofar sounded throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. When all Israel heard that Saul had struck down the Philistine prefect, and that Israel had incurred the wrath of the Philistines, all the people rallied to Saul at Gilgal. The Philistines, in turn, gathered to attack Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and troops as numerous as the sands of the seashore. They marched up and encamped at Michmas, east of Beit Avon. When the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the troops were hard-pressed, the people hid in caves, among thorns, among rocks, in tunnels, and in cisterns. Some Hebrews crossed the Jordan to the territory of Gad and Gilead. Saul was still at Gilgal, and the rest of the people rallied to him in alarm. He waited seven days, the time that Samuel had set. But when Samuel failed to come to Gilgal, and the people began to scatter, Saul said, Bring me the burnt offering and the sacrifice of well-being. And he presented the burnt offering. He had just finished presenting the burnt offering when Samuel arrived, and Saul went out to meet him and welcome him. But Samuel said, What have you done? Saul replied, I saw the people leaving me and scattering. You had not come at the appointed time, and the Philistines had gathered at Michmas. I thought the Philistines would march down against me at Gilgal before I had entreated Hashem. So I forced myself to present the burnt offering. Samuel answered Saul, You have acted foolishly in not keeping the commandments that Hashem your God laid upon you. Otherwise Hashem would have established your dynasty over Israel forever. But now your dynasty will not endure. Hashem will seek out a man after his own heart, and Hashem will appoint him ruler over his people, because you did not abide by what Hashem had commanded you. Samuel arose and went up from Gilgal to Giva of Benjamin. Saul numbered the troops who remained with him, about six hundred strong. Saul and his son Jonathan and the troops who remained with them stayed in Geba of Benjamin, while the Philistines were encamped at Michmas. The raiders came out of the Philistine camp in three columns. One column headed for the Oprah road that leads to the district of Saul. Another column headed for the Beth Horon road, and the third column headed for the border road that overlooks the valley of Zeboim toward the desert. No smith was to be found in all the land of Israel, for the Philistines were afraid that the Hebrews would make swords or spears. 
So, all the Israelites had to go down to the Philistines to have their plowshares, their mattocks, axes, and coulters sharpened. The charge for sharpening was a pim for plowshares, mattocks, three-pronged forks, and axes, and for setting the goads. Thus, on the day of battle, no sword or spear was to be found in the possession of any of the troops with Saul and Jonathan. Only Saul and Jonathan had them. Now the Philistine garrison had marched out to the pass of Michmas. John 7, 1-30 After these things, Yeshua walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry, because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the Jews' Feast of Tabernacles was at hand, His brethren therefore said to him, Depart hence and go into Judea, that your disciples also may see the works that you do. For there is no man that does anything in secret, and he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For neither did his brethren believe in him. Then Yeshua said to them, My time is not yet come but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but me it hates, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. Go up to this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet full. When he had said these words to them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, Then went he also up to the feast, not openly, but as it were, in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said, He is a good man. Others said, No, but he deceives the people. Howbeit no man spoke openly of him for fear of the Jews. Now, About the midst of the feast, Yeshua went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, How does this man, without letters, having never learned, know all of this? Yeshua answered them and said, My doctrine is not my own, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaks of himself seeks his own glory. But he that seeks his glory that sent him, the same is true. And no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keep the law? Why do you go about to kill me? The people answered and said, You have a devil. You go about to kill, who goes about to kill you? And Yeshua answered and said to them, I have done one work, and you all marvel. Moses therefore gave to you circumcision, 
not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And you, on the Sabbath day, circumcise a man. If a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, are you angry at me, because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said some of them of Jerusalem, Is not this he whom they seek to kill? But lo, he speaks boldly, and they say nothing to him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? Howbeit we know this man whence he is. But when Yeshua comes, no man knows whence he is. Then cried Yeshua in the temple as he taught, saying, You both know me, and you know whence I came. And I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom you know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. Psalm 108, 1-13 O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awaken early. I will praise you, O Lord, among the people. And I will sing praises unto you among the nations. For your mercy is great above the heavens, and your truth reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be above all of the earth, that your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand and answer me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and mete out the valley of Sukkot. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom will I cast out my shoe. Over Philistia will I triumph. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Will not you, O God, who has cast us off? And will not you, O God, go forth with our hosts? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Proverbs 15.4 A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Be Exalted, O God.
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 